0: Hi, welcome to The Bridge Podcasts. We hope you enjoy the following message. For more information on all that's happening at The Bridge Church, please visit www.bridge-church.com. So this morning, I want to share with you on uh, the covenant of restoration. The covenant of restoration. Church, because we live in such a, a beautiful, controlled society. Uh, And uh, at this moment in time, when we look around the world, we see trouble. We see trouble everywhere we look. We see uh, uh, seismic moves. We see wars. We hear of rumors of wars. We see horrific things happening in the world. Isn't that so? You've all seen it unless you've you've been living in a cave. You've all seen what's happening. Uh, Just this yesterday, exactly. Uh, we we uh, come under the covering of Dr. Theo, Apostle Theo Womerens, and uh, he posted this yesterday that the church in Afghanistan, they got a message from a church in Afghanistan, and it was the underground church. And while, whilst they were uh, on the telephone, they said, We've been praying, and and our prayers just seem to be so real. Uh, And my children are just caught up in the prayers. And we, as a church, we're prepared to die for Christ. And at that time, they heard gunshots, and the phone went dead. So those people were hunted down and killed for the gospel's sake. Amen? Church, I think that we need restoration in the body of Christ, specifically in the, in, in the Western world where we have got comfortable, where we uh, don't think anymore of the price that was paid for our salvation. We don't think of the atoning work of the Lord Jesus Christ. So I'm gonna speak a, bit, a little about atonement today. Atonement's not a word that we hear often But it's in the Bible, it's in the Old Testament 120 times, but it doesn't, it's it's not under the word uh, atonement. Uh, So, it's under the word kafur, which is in the Hebrew. And so, we see this in Genesis 6 verse 14. The Word of God says, "'Make yourself an ark of gopher wood, make rooms in the ark, and cover it inside and outside with pitch.'" So, this is talking about Noah and him building the ark and the instruction that God has given Noah to do, uh, and everything in the Old Testament is a shadow and a type, a similitude of what we have in the New Testament, right? So, uh, uh, the the word for cover is, is fakar, and that word means that Uh, And thank God for that word because, and thank God that God says cover it inside and outside, which takes care. uh, And what it's talking about is atonement. And that word atonement, you can think of it this way so you don't forget it. Uh, You can break it down to three words at one meant, at one meant. And that word meant. Uh, can be translated with, and you can say then, at one with. Atonement is at one with God. How can sinful man be at one with God? Something has to change, so God had to make the change, right? God had to make the change because we couldn't make the change. We were sinful men, so God made the change for us, and that's why I said to Uh, to to Noah, uh, to cover inside and outside. So, when he covered inside with pitch, he was covering our iniquities. He was covering our thought life. And the outside, when that was covered, he was covering all our outward sins. So, he, he covers our sins of omission and our sins of commission. So, he covers the thoughts that we have, right, and the outward actions of those thoughts. Are you with me? So that's what atonement means to a Christian. Uh, God wants us to understand, and listen, uh, I, I, I mentioned to people in Afghanistan, you will not be able to stand in the times that are tough without the knowledge. So. Really, this is the law of first mention. I shared this last week in the church. The law of first mention, when things were mentioned first in the Bible, okay, it was something that was really important for us to keep our focus on for the future. So, it's the law of first mention. Uh, It's it's like Genesis 1, and in Genesis 1, we see nine times, and God said, that was… He and Moses put, put that in the Bible so that we would know the power of our words. Are you with me? So that we would use those words and the power of our words in the right way. So, uh, so uh, there's the three things I'd like to cover uh, so that we can understand how sinful man could be at one with God. We're going with this this morning because we're going to the place where we get around the Lord's table and have communion. Amen? Because many of us, well, you'll see from uh, the, the Scriptures I share in communion, you'll see that many people come together and they take communion without thinking of it. But when, when you're taking the, uh, breaking bread and coming together, you're actually re- remembering the covenant. You're remembering the atoning work of the Lord Jesus Christ. This is, this is so that you don't have to walk about with your head hung down. This is so that, listen, in, in my life, hold on to your seats, I've done some bad stuff. I've done some terrible stuff. I've done some shameful stuff. I'm do, I've done stuff that I wouldn't even tell you about because I'm so ashamed about it. And and listen, you're sitting there like pious and holy and righteous. You've also done it, done stuff that you're ashamed about and you wouldn't tell anybody else about. You try and keep it a secret. But that's what the atoning work of the Lord Jesus Christ does. It covers all that stuff. You don't dig up stuff from the past. No. It's like, I don't really enjoy giving my testimony. In fact, I don't often give testimony. I'll, I'll just share wee bits from time to time as a minister. But my testimony is, all, is giving glory to the enemy and not glory to God. And we want to give glory to God. Isn't that right in this church? So, how can a sinful man become one with God? Number one, our sin is covered. Uh, it says this in Genesis 3:7. That then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they knew they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves coverings, or well, they made themselves a, a, a covering. They it's like they uh, they atoned, they atoned and, and 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 covered themselves immediately because of the shame that sin brings. Sin brings shame into your life, you know. I. If I could rewind the clock, I didn't come to Jesus till I was 30 years old. I can't rewind the clock and go back 42 years. All you mathematicians are working that out. And so we go back there and, and it's like, well, I can't rewind the clock, but I can change from there to where I am now and have done. So uh, the the word goes on and says in, in Genesis 3:21. Also for Adam and his wife, the Lord God made tunics of skin and clothed them. So, so, God, from the very beginning, from man's first sin, He covered man. He covered their shame. He covered their sinfulness. Man is sinful by nature. Man is sinful. We're born into sin and are sinful. But thank God that He covered our sin. Can somebody say, thank God so, we see that uh, Jesus in Isaiah 53, he was bruised for our iniquities and chastised for our peace. So, a bruise is inward uh, inward bleeding, okay? It's inward bleeding and, and uh, he was uh, chastised or he was p- outside as well. So, inside and outside, uh, he uh, covered our sins. Sin always brings shame. Adam and Eve were ashamed, and thank God he covers our sin and our shame that, he has, that we've had in the past. You know, I thank God that he has given me the grace and the mercy to reconcile with those that I sinned against to reconcile and repent uh, to my children, to my grandchildren, to all of those that I've sinned against. Did did I sin knowingly or willingly against them? No, I was trying to do my best, but my best at the time, I didn't know any better. And, And because every one of us are victims of our uh, birthright. Every one of us are, are victims of our parentage, or our environment, and we can do things, and our perception is the correct thing. And In my day, when I was a young man, Dr. Spock was the one that was uh, teaching people how to bring up their children, and he was teaching you to bite them and do all sorts of things. I mean, it was totally crazy. But these are the kind of things that were getting into us, so we didn't know exactly. You know, when you have a child, there's no direction book comes with that child. It's like, you gotta bring that child up the best way you can. Now, if, if your dad has been uh, uh, someone that's been violent and etc., didn't know how to, and his dad was the same, you're gonna be the same. Do you know what I'm saying? So, I thank God that we can come to a place uh, where we uh, can reconcile back. We have, every one of us have the ministry of reconciliation, reconciling back people to God. Amen. So, uh, number two, our sins are removed. Leviticus 16:7 says this, and uh, this is a, a type of how He removes our sins. He shall take the two goats and present them before the Lord at the door of the tabernacle of meeting. Then Aaron shall cast lots for the two goats, one lot for the Lord and the other lot for the scapegoat. And Aaron shall bring the goat in which the Lord's lot fell and offer it as a sin offering. But the goat in which the lot fell to be the scapegoat shall be presented alive before the Lord to make atonement upon it and to let it go as a scapegoat into the wilderness." So, that was the, the, the typical thing that they did. So, uh, once a year, they would take these two goats, and then they would draw lots. Uh, one of those goats was saying, I hope it doesn't fall on me. But uh, the other goat, uh, hands were laid on that other goat, and it was taken out into the wilderness where no one dwelt and, and let go, and uh, the, it was obviously... Uh, that's where the scavengers were and everything else, but that was a type of atonement at that time to uh, take our sins away. But even at that, man still had sin. Uh, Hebrews nine eighteen says this: Therefore, not even the first covenant was dedicated without blood. So the blood was 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 on the head of that goat, and according to the law, almost all things are purified with the blood and without the shedding of blood, there is no remission. So, two goats, one for the sacrifice, whose blood would cover the mercy seat, and one to be removed, sent out into the wilderness. So, the Old Testament ordinances are tight and shadows of our new covenant sealed by the blood of Jesus. So, the blood would cover the mercy seat. Amen. So, God's always doing uh, something so that we would know he was, a, uh, we were atoned, our sins were atoned for, or remitted, uh, uh, so uh, as the Bible says. So, uh, the Word says in Leviticus 16, 21, And Aaron shall lay both his hands on the head of the live goat, confess over all the iniquities of the children of Israel, and all their transgressions concerning all their sins, putting them on the head of the goat, and shall send it away into the wilderness by the hand of a a suitable man. The goat shall bear on itself all their iniquities to an uninhabited land, and he shall release the goat in the wilderness. You see, it says that the the priest will confess over all the iniquities of the children and all of the transgressions. I think that's impossible. Uh, You know, when I came to Christ in, in 1980, someone said to me, oh, you've got to confess all your sins. Well, I couldn't remember what I'd done three years previous on the 9th of September or whatever. I couldn't remember my sins, so there's no way I could confess that. Are you with me? So, it's like, so when the, when the priest is, is, is confessing all of Israel's iniquities and transgressions, it's like, I'm sure he was just doing a highlight of the whole thing. Over these, are you with me? So uh, that's how it was done, and uh, and God takes care of our sins. In Psalm 103, the Bible says, "As far as the east is from the west, so far has He removed. He so far as He removed. Who removed? He removed all our transgressions from us. He." Remove. See all those things that you still have in your mind, all those things. You know, it's like, uh, you know, I, I pray for the sick, and when you go to pray for the sick, the enemy comes and says, what about this? What about this? What about this? Well, that wasn't me. That was an old man. I'm born again. I'm brand new in Christ. Uh, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So, when the enemy comes, I can say, no, that wasn't me. That was the old man. This is the new me. Amen? Yeah. And, and we've got to see us as ourselves as the new me, the me that Christ has called you to be and sent His Son Jesus to die for you so that you could be all that He called you to be. Amen? Yeah. The good news is it cost us nothing for our salvation, but it cost God everything. Amen? You know, I heard a a horrible statement this week, and uh, I thought, how could anyone ever say this? And someone was talking to me about uh, a man of God from a certain denomination, and he said that God sending his son was the greatest example of child abuse ever. I thought, what a Dumb thing. How could you be so dumb and still breathe? (laughs) You think, give me a break. No, thank God he sent his son. Thank God Jesus went through everything he went through for us so that we could be all that he decided that we would be before the beginning of time. So, number three, God's wrath was removed. How many of you know God gets angry? God gets angry, but thank God he doesn't stay angry. So, uh, another word for atonement uh, in the New Testament, the, they use the word propitiation, propitiation, all right? So, uh, which means a removal of wrath. It's a rem- because uh, God knows that we are sinful people but He doesn't hold that against us. Uh, Propitiation means to bring us to a state of peace. Propitiation, to bring us to a state of peace. Amen? Everyone wants peace. Everyone wants perfect peace. To bring us to a place of quiet, a place of ease, a place of calm, a place of contentment. To pacify or soothe us, so God appeased Himself. God appeased Himself by giving us the gift of His Son, so that God, propitiation, pro means have you ever have you ever says this is the pros and the cons, this is the good thing, this is the the pro of this situation. Well, that was the pro, and. Uh, p- p- that word's not easy for me, so God it settled God's wrath and gave God peace. So, God, anger is an emotion, and we can get angry, but just don't sin. Amen. It says in Hebrews, Ephesians four twenty-six: Be angry and sin not. So it's not that we. Don't get angry, but we can have a righteous anger and don't sin when we're angry. Amen. So be angry and sin not. So God is a just judge, uh, the Bible says, but in in Psalm 711, it says God's a just judge and God is angry with the wicked every day. So God had to get get himself to a place so that he could have... Uh, overlook what man has done. Uh, Romans 3, 23, it says, "'For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God.'" All have sinned. If you're an all in this place, you've sinned. Amen. You were born in sin. You have sinned. And uh, thank God that He sent His Son. Amen. Uh, And being justified. "'For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God.'" Being justified freely, by His grace, through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God set forth as a propitiation by His blood through faith to demonstrate His righteousness because of His forbearance. Thank God for forbearance. God had passed over the sins that were previously committed. Every sin that was previously committed was taken care of by the the death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So, it says in Isaiah 54, with little wrath, I hid my face from you for a moment, but with everlasting kindness, say everlasting kindness, I will have mercy on you. With everlasting kindness, God has mercy on us. Church, when you get into a situation where things are difficult, remember God's everlasting kindness. Remember His mercy is upon you. His mercy is upon you. You're not looking for mercy. When His mercy and His favors upon you, you, you have no reason to be anxious or fearful. This is a, this is a, a message, church, where, where uh, when you realize who God is and the covenant that He's made with us, you will start to do things you've never done before. Daniel 11.32 says that those who know their God, those that know His graciousness, His mercy, His forgiveness, those that know that will be strong and do great exploits. Amen? You'll do great exploits. You'll see things and you'll do things you've never done before. Amen? So he says, With everlasting kindness I'll have mercy on you, says the Lord your Redeemer, for this is like the waters of Noah to me. For as I have sworn that the waters of Noah would no longer cover the earth, so I have sworn that I would not be angry with you nor rebuke you. I would not be angry. That's God's promise. You know, you say, what's the sign of the covenant uh, 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 and the sign that the earth will not be flooded again? The rainbow. Well, at the same time, when God was saying that, this is what He said, and God never goes back in His Word, He says that I would not be angry with you, nor rebuke you. Hallelujah. When you get at a, a, your your heart filled with that, that God's not angry with me and He's not rebuking you, that He's already taken care of the thought, the bad thought that you've had or the wicked thought that you've had. He's already taken care of the the unforgiveness that you've got, the bitterness that's in your heart. He says I'm not angry with you for that I'm not rebuking you for that but please take what I've given you I'm covering you because I knew you were human I knew you would have these problems and I'm taking care I've taken care of them God will deal with the wicked he will avenge them there's a difference between avenge and revenge avenge is to punish revenge is to punish back But we who have been forgiven so much are commanded to forgive others. Amen? Before you take communion today, check your heart condition. Today is a divine opportunity to release and forgive those who have hurt you and for you to receive forgiveness. And the peace that comes with knowing your sins are forgiven, your sins are removed, and God is not angry with you because Jesus is our propitiation he has paid the price for you. Listen, the thing that keeps you bound up is unforgiveness. Number one, forgive yourself. Number one, forgive yourself. Understand the word and forgive yourself. There's power in that. When you forgive yourself, yeah, things have happened. In my life. Things have happened in your life, and the enemy keeps bringing it back all the time. That's his masterful move. He brings it into your mind. If you don't take that thought captive, you get full of of self-condemnation. Please, please, there is no self-condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus there is no condemnation at all. For those who are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but walk after the spirit there is no con- don't be condemned. Listen. People that walk in unforgiveness, people that are have addictive problems think they'll put their problem onto someone else, and they will try and intimidate you with their problem to make you feel bad, and you feel bad because you can't help them. But they've got to come to this place of realization as well, you know? So, you don't take that intimidation. You don't take that. You just uh, live the way Christ called you to live, without condemnation. Even You know, my, my son, I uh, won't tell you which one, <laughs> one of my sons, one of my family used to say, oh, Dad, you know, we never get anything, and it's like this, you put me here in this place, and, and, and I'm here alone by myself, and, and just go on. What does that make you feel like as a parent? Well, children... Have got. they're born with that inherent uh, ability to make their parent feel as though they're not giving them everything that they need. That, and they don't, get, they don't go to a, a master class and get trained in it. They're born with it. Are you with me? Uh, so, uh, we, we've got to get to the place where we understand who we are in Christ and who Christ uh, is in us. And remember, He paid the price and you've been made one with God through the atonement. Amen. Thanks for listening. Remember to visit our website www.bridge-church.com and connect with us via Facebook and Twitter.